About two months ago, I presented an idea in one of the videos about doing something called photo assignments. And the whole idea is that we would have these regularly scheduled assignments that would come up that would have corresponding lessons to them that would give us opportunities and little projects that we could do together to improve ourselves as photographers and push ourselves outside of our comfort zones a little bit. And it met with a very overwhelmingly positive response from you guys. I've been working on this for about two months now. And so I'm really excited today to talk about a little thing that we're gonna be doing on the show called photo assignments. So when I started thinking about what we were going to do, I wanted to come up with kind of a core essence of what we were going to be going after that would kind of govern everything that we do with photo assignments. And I think when it comes down to it, if you start thinking about what are the elements that make a photograph successful? What makes the work work as a photograph? What makes it good? And there are many things that go into that, but I think one of the biggest problems that photographers have is understanding how to start thinking creatively. We are at a day and age, and I think this goes without saying, where cameras are capable of some very amazing things. The level of automation that's in a camera is is phenomenal. Unfortunately, there are a lot of companies, many of them based in Japan, that want you to believe that those elements are things that you need in order to make a good photograph, which really couldn't be further from the truth. And so a lot of what I want to start working on here is learning how to think creatively. Um, this whole notion of learning how to communicate using a visual language that is photography. Um, I'm going to read you an excerpt that came from this funky little book. And this is, this is called, the cover fell off years ago, but this is the Amateur Photographer's Handbook by Aaron Sussman. I bought this for like $2 in a bookstore probably 15 years ago. It is widely published. You can find it just about anywhere. I'll put a link in the show description if you were really that interested. Um, many elements of this book are rather dated. Um, it is obviously pre-digital. I think this version was printed in the mid-60s. And uh, if you're really into film, you might like it and you want to buy chemicals. It has recipes for developers in here uh, if you really want to go old school. And the author himself is a little bit of a curmudgeon in the sense that that, um, he likes to give you a lot of old-school philosophy from time to time to uh, sober you up and make sense. But I really like how it's written and I always refer back to this. I've even mentioned on the show it's been a while. But I want to share something with you that he writes in here and this is under the, um, the chapter on choosing a camera and he's telling you not to get too caught up. So he says, the first thing to keep in mind is something that it was said by Edward Steichen after he had put together that monumental photographic exhibition, The Family of Man. And he said, no photographer is as good as the simple camera. The modern amateur photographer is so concerned with gadgets and conveniences, he often forgets that judgment, his judgment or her judgment, is the only thing that really matters. There are many photographers who use the Leica. There is only one Cartier-Bresson. And it is his masterful, if sometimes mysterious, choice of the decisive moment that separates his great pictures from the mass of snapshots by the rest of us. We cover the same ground he does, but with such different results. No camera and no exposure meter has a brain of its own. It waits for us to give it the spark of life. What we decide makes the difference. I think this is the perfect starting point for what we're going to do with photo assignments. And there's a lot that goes into this, but I think when you take, when you consider the elements of what determines whether a photograph is successful, or whether or not a photograph is any good. There are many elements that go into great photographs and sometimes these are aesthetic choices. How beautiful is the photograph? But then it goes beyond that. There's what is the light doing in the photograph? How is the contrast working in? What are the compositional elements? You could take it a step further than that and you could say what is it communicating visually? Are there elements of things like metaphor, symbolism that can be used to enhance that communication? And these are the things that make a successful photograph. I also would take it a step further than that and say that a photograph is an object. 
Sometimes it's a physical object, sometimes it is a digital internet living object, and I think the media that the photograph is going to wind up on eventually is also equally important, whether that is a printed page or whether that is something that's framed or whether that's something that's shared on a mobile device on social media. So let's talk for a second about what photo assignments are and what photo assignments are not, because I think it's important in managing expectations of what you're going to put in versus what you're going to get out of this. Now, what photo assignments are is they are a monthly opportunity to challenge your creative thinking and the work that you make as a photographer, and it's an opportunity to do this together as a group. There will be a social component to this, so you will have a way to get feedback on your work, and I will announce what that is once we get into it. Now, this is not a course. There's no tuition. I'm not taking grades. I'm not taking attendance or anything like that. What this means is you're going to have to be very self-motivated to get anything out of this. Now, having said that, there are a couple situations where I understand that life happens. You know, you have too many holidays in one month and work gets crazy and the kids need attention or whatever that is and life intervenes. Don't feel like you if you miss one, you're off track. They're not going to be cumulative in that one relates to the next. We may have a couple opportunities where we do part one and part two, but for the most part, you can kind of pick up and go anywhere. I also realize that people might discover the show later on down the line after we've already started these. And so you can do whatever you want in whatever order you want. It is entirely self-paced. Having said that, because there is a social component to this, I think they will be most effective if you can just skip up to where we are and do them in the moment. But that is essentially the way I have to lay it out because there's really no way of organizing it beyond that. Now I'm only going to say this one time but it is worth addressing and I do want to say what photo assignments are not and what they are not is a means of self-promoting. And the reason I say this is a couple years ago I did photo challenges and we would do something once a month we would have a theme and people would shoot around the theme and I did some book giveaways as part of that and there was a competitive aspect of it. But what I was hoping to do through that was to come up with a theme and hopefully have people consider a thoughtful approach to the work they were doing and within a week maybe turn around some images that dealt with that theme. And inevitably every time I would do it within 10 minutes I'd have 20 or 30 people that would immediately throw work up and it was like just go through the archives, grab something and stick it out there. And I want to make it really clear that that's not what photo assignments are. Photo assignments are a means to learn, a means to improve yourself as a photographer. There will be a social component in this and we will have a means to share our work to get feedback from other people and you can promote through doing that but do not think that photo assignments are a way of doing that first and I'm sorry I have to say that but I think it is worth mentioning at least once. Let's talk for just a second about supplies that you will need for photo assignments. Now there is no reason to go out and spend money on anything. I assume if you're watching the show and if you're a photographer you own some type of camera and the whole idea is to get comfortable using the equipment that we're working with. In fact, what we're really working on is thinking beyond the equipment that we've got and using our minds as photographers. So there's really nothing to buy in that sense. There are a few things that I recommend, however. Um, first of all, this is really old school and I know very few of you will actually do this because it requires extra effort. Get yourself a notebook and print your work. There's a big difference between seeing it on screen and seeing it on paper. And really what you want to be able to do is to start collecting your work so you can refer back to it and you can look at it side by side. That is the reason I recommend you find a way to print it. It doesn't have to be fancy. You can go to Kinko's and get it printed out. We're just looking at composition. We're looking at mood. We're looking at all the things we're going to be talking about. And so you just need to get it printed out and collected somewhere. So that's not something you need to spend a bunch of money on, but I highly recommend that. The second thing I recommend is there will be a social component to this, as I have mentioned. And right now, I'm not exactly sure how that's going to work the smoothest. I do have 
a master plan on that, which I will unveil later. But right now what I would do is go sign up for a Tumblr page. It's free, it's simple, it's a place you can put your work. It has a built-in social component so you can follow other people eventually. And I think that will be kind of the digital online version of the notebook. Now I will not do that in lieu of the notebook. I would do them both side by side. As I mentioned also, you don't have to participate in the social context of this. I know that there are some photographers out that are just wanting to practice their skills and get better. And that's certainly okay too. I would definitely do the notebook either way. I am really excited about these. I think this is gonna be something that's a lot of fun that we can do together. I think it's something that will strengthen the community that watches the show. And I think this is gonna be a lot of fun. So in the next couple days, I will have a series of lessons that will culminate in the first assignment. And do not think I'm going to leave you empty handed today. I'm going to give you a little assignment. Actually, I'm going to quote Bill Wegman on this, but uh, I'm gonna give you a little assignment that you can just start on. And the whole idea behind this, we haven't done any lesson or any build up to this, but it is just to establish a small body of work to start with. It's something that later on, after we've done a couple of these photo assignments, we can look back on and hopefully start to see a lot of improvement. When I interviewed William Wegman earlier this year, he was talking about his love of shooting dogs and why that was so special to him. In fact, he said this. It makes you get to know these creatures better too because it'll freeze an angle or a look and then in real life you'll see it again. It brings you closer, but I think it's really a wonderful experience photographing something you love, whether it's your favorite tree or your wife or your girlfriend or your dogs. <laughs> it brings you close. What I want you to do is exactly that. Go get 15 or 20 images of something or someone you love and put them together. What this is is not so much an official assignment because we haven't had a lesson that's led into this, but what this is is it's a reason to get a small portfolio of images together that are brand new that you've taken and that we can use as a starting point. Go put them in your notebook, go put them on your Tumblr page, and this is something that we can refer back to after we've done some other lessons and maybe come back around to and hopefully start to see a benchmark of improvement. Anyway, if you guys have any questions, please leave me a comment below. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please remember to like it, share it, and subscribe to The Art of Photography for more episodes. And I will see you guys in the next video. Until then, later.